And we're back. Supposedly this time for real. Um, uh, as opposed to two weeks ago when we tried to make our official comeback with a box break, two box breaks that were a total disaster, along with a podcast that, that was, was also a disaster. A total disaster, thanks to chords coming undone, um, starts and fits in terms of uh, the software. We're a little rusty, you know. We got to get our super reps rusty. How long has it been? Eleven months, twelve months. Wait, we but just, now we're back. Hold on, we vendors. just did this bit with. Oh, now I'm revealing that the we recorded the Ted Williams podcast before this podcast. Okay, but we're though. gonna we're gonna post this podcast before the Ted Williams podcast. So I guess I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm doing a promo bit for our next podcast that we did before this podcast. Are you following? Yeah. All right. Let's just get started. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys, One Card. We switched up the release dates, so don't be confused by Jack's Ted Williams comments. We hope you enjoyed the last episode. Today, Brad and Jack talk about market trends since they broke from last season, including continued craziness in modern prospect pricing, recent ads to their PCs, a failed regrade attempt of an Ozzy Smith rookie card, and a couple of box breaks hunting for Randy Moss, Peyton Manning, and for some reason, Tim Tebow. They'll end by asking our listeners to weigh in on a controversial debate here at the Two Guys offices. Is our name changing? You guys be the judge. And now I'll hand it back to Brad and Jack. Two guys, one card. Okay, so it it has been forever, and a lot has gone on in the market. A lot has gone on in our collecting, and certainly a lot has gone on in the world. You know, we were maybe the last podcast talking about potential war in Ukraine how that might affect the the general view of securities and money hawkish, in the world and hawkish fed all yeah, this stuff yeah, yeah yeah all this stuff and how it might affect the hobby um well you got a year's worth of recaps to to help the listener understand what happened yeah i think in short there was a lot you shorted we were it? right about you short the market I mean, I did short some oh, things yeah, yeah but there was a lot we were right about where you had so much money injected into the system in 2020 and 2021, and obviously we all know that grossly inflated the hobby, uh, specifically mod- modern cards, but really across the board. And what we had said is, you know, we had purposely been focusing more on vintage and high end, and but understanding that nothing was necessarily going to be immune, it would just be a little safer if if you were parking your Basically, you're collecting capital into into more high end vintage. But we also been very active. I mean, we we were saying we've probably been more active the past year than at any point collecting. But we've been doing a lot of different like ways. Lower end box breaks. We've been Jack's been building his PC, which we'll get into shortly on some some soccer players. He's really high on. I've been, we've had a World Cup since we last we uh, potted, if you will. So That's certainly, it. there's been a, a lot going on. In soccer, which has been fun, uh, both as a participant and an observer, football season came and went. Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett carrying uh, small hands, the class, mother after Kenny Pickett carrying the class for the ultra modern homers out He's there that so just bad. need <laughs> they need a fix. Basketball season's in full swing. I don't even know who plays anymore. 
All I know is Panini is still putting out last season's rookies as we're almost, you know, as we're past halfway of this season's rookies. So it's been a, a little bit of a wild ride. But what have you done? What have you got? Yeah, I mean, in terms of purchases over the past year, I spent a lot of time focusing on some Buffalo Bills from the mid late 80s, early 90s. So like I I tracked down an Andre Reed. 1986 tops rookie card PSA 10. I tracked down also an auto rookie card of his PSA 9 DNA 10. Steve Tasker, one of the greatest special teams players of all time. Shame nobody he didn't knows make this. it into the Hall of Fame. Nobody I, knows I was able this. to get his rookie card. So do all these rookie cards have autographs? Time. Not all of them. Some of them do, but are any personalized with 4L bills 4Ls? Like four <sighs> losses, Bills, four losses. <laughs> As a Vikings fan, come on. That's right. You know I, I wasn't alive when they lost all four of their Super Bowls. I've witnessed nothing, unfortunately. Well, thank you for Stefan Diggs. He's He's been wonderful, but unfortunately this year ended like every other without a Super Bowl. Well, then, then you are becoming the Vikings of the Northeast. Pretty Congratulations. Much. Well, so yeah, I mean that's that's it. We've been pretty busy. I, I tracked down a bunch of Sabres cards, Lafontaine rookie, Gil, uh, Gil Perot from the French Connection. So it's been a lot more building the PC around Bills Sabres. I did get my first PMG. Oh yeah, that was uh, a that was a special the moment. Not so great, Jeff Blake. Jeff who Blake. Was a Surprise! You could get that fa- flash in the pan based but on how heavy he's PC'd. Really cool looking card, uh, and I think I, t- I told you this. We we looked at that together, and I said I never really appreciated how beautiful PMGs are until now. I finally held one in my hands. I mean, most Gorgeous people cards. say that about children, um, <laughs> but you are saying that about a Jeff Blake PSA seven red PMG. That's correct. Okay. Just, just wanted to double check. Uh, yeah, outside of that, I mean, I, I tracked down a few more um, Mariners stuff. I got a Randy Johnson Opeachy, eighty nine tops rookie card PSA ten. That's a pop forty three. Last I checked, we did we did our Ozzy Smith. We bought an Ozzy Smith, nineteen seventy nine. We didn't pot about that, right? We didn't because okay. this was over the summer. Yeah, we, we thought it would be a good idea to buy a PWCCS, which means top 5%. I appeal. Yes, I appeal. So just a sexy-looking PSA, PSA 9. PSA 9. We try to get it regraded. I mean, you spent time going through the 10s, going through the 9s, and you couldn't find any imperfections. I, and well, the problem is we didn't actually see this card uh, up in person, so there could be surface issues that we don't understand, but edges, corners... And just overall consistency and centering, which there is no such thing as an Aussie uh, rookie that is perfectly centered because they're all just slightly a tilt. But um, when I mean, I, the PSA 10 is pop five. When I looked at pop the 10s five. and I looked at this nine, I could not see any difference. Yeah. And that's been a the PSA 10s, a $200,000 card, give or take, if I recall. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe a lot. Maybe no, no, over, over, over. 210, Dude. I think. The PSA 9, so there's 385 of them, and this one was absolutely stunning. So we made a big bet there, got big it mistake. regraded, and it came back at PSA 9. But now we don't have the eye appeal we don't. Uh, marker so from PWCC. Now we'll have to send it back to PWCC. No, if I think we, ever... we go to BG, B, uh, oh my God, BGS, BSG. What am Th- I saying? That might be our next move. Yeah, we uh, got to figure this out. So so Jack and I co-own this card. Because at least they'll um, tell us with the subgrades where we're falling short. That's right. Wonderful card, though. I love what it. If we get just... a, what if we get a pristine 10? 
Because really, it's oh. only, I mean, it could happen. I've seen crazier. Um, I think that was the biggest purchase we probably made the last year. Right? It makes my stomach hurt. It's either yeah. that or the sparkling water, which I, I can't blame this because Spindrift uh, Lemon Sparkling Water has been a newfound savior for me. It is absolutely delicious. Um, not an ad. Just hashtag not an ad on that. But I recommend if you haven't tried it already, Spindrift Lemon Sparkling Water. Look it up. You will be pleasantly surprised. Sorry. Off on a tangent. So, Jack, I mean, before we get into a little bit what's been going on in the hobby more broadly, what have you been up to? I've, I've focused a thousand percent of my attention on soccer. I am done with all other sports confidently. It's overblown. It's overhyped. You don't like the 1,300 one-of-ones for... For Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like Trevor Lawrence, necessarily. And, and that 1,300 and it, is an estimate, to be clear. It really is. like It's so absurd, the prices you have to pay to get into those sports. So soccer is like not only in in the moment in the last year been way more relevant in my opinion on a global stage obviously um, but it's been more exciting more interesting way more approachable so i've continued to focus on jude bellingham and florian verts jude had a great world cup florian wasn't able to come back to from injury in time but again i'm 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 collecting them because they're young stars that i think have a bright future but also because I owned in on Topps Chrome Bundesliga as their true rookies and and kind of ignored all the noise outside of that in a way that, you know, I think from a collector standpoint, I'm building a PC that is of, you know, substance and value uh, going forward. I have jumped into a little bit of US MNT. That's United States men's national team for those unfamiliar, specifically with Tyler Adams, who uh, I was collecting before he was named captain of the World Cup. How He's, are those? How have those cards done? You know, they they've like actually a lot of the Judes and the Florians. They've just kind of been flatlined, um, which in you know general relative to the rest of the the ultra modern hobby is a good thing because. Uh, we're seeing consistently pops and drops, especially with uh, new players coming out. But I I went in big and collected across his years, across sets, and now I've really dialed it back to just immaculate two different years, 2021 and then 2018. 2018 is just a base card. I think it's his true rookie card. There's nothing else outside of MLS that uh, is that early. And then his first patch autos came in 2021, and I only collect patches that are red, white, and blue, just because from a, a visual standpoint, I think they're stunning uh, and and more impactful than the white and blue or just the napkins that are all to 99 that he has out there. I, I even picked up a few 101 Florian Verts uh, in his Germany uh, uniform. Uh, because that was Panini's first uh, play into the world of verts, and it was it's fun to own a few one of ones. I, I think you can count his one of one cards on two hands at this point. So again, scarcity because he's not on a Champions League team, uh, and because he hasn't played a lot on on a global stage is um, is real for him. Anyway, well, I, that's I, my rambling. How do I, how no, do I do? I, I think for modern, it makes a lot of sense that the one area that 
probably makes a lot of sense to focus on is soccer because to your point, like when you compare the pop counts for some of these soccer stars, there is a lot more potential scarcity there. And there's billions of fans versus football and basketball where I... I'm always just astounded by what people are paying for some of these prospects that I think you re- in many instances amount to absolutely nothing. You read um uh you read me a, a stat off of Twitter. I don't know who posted it that said there are as many soccer cards graded by PSA. All soccer cards of all time. So have, so here's here's I'll read you too. The collectibles guru uh posted this on August third, two thousand twenty two. Reason number 239 that I'm bullish on soccer cards. PSA card has graded more Ken Griffey Jr. cards, okay? So that's 574000 and change than total soccer cards. So one single so baseball one player, player. One baseball player. Iconic baseball yeah. player. I'm, I'm, I don't want to downplay Ken Griffey. But. Now, by the way, that Trevor Lawrence stat, how many one-on-one cards do you think he has? I think it's I said 1,300, 1,600, okay? right? That was my estimate. It's 1,050. Nine. Oh, and there oh. was still so there's value now. This was August of there's 22. More value Hold on, there. this was August of 22. Uh-oh. They were still printing, so there was them. still more product that was yet to be oh, released. Lord. So, like, I mean, maybe that 1300 number is correct, but this is the point is like backyard breaks, by the way, hit 70% of them. Jeez, no, it's a joke. But I think in the last year since we potted, it probably did. Been a lot of fun scandal around backyard breaks that uh, is really unfounded, but uh, entertaining in the industry. I mean, but like back to you have Daniel Jones, for example, his most expensive sale. What do you think it went for? I think it, it this went was for last like summer, forty six thousand, fifty six thousand, fifty six. Yeah. But this is, I mean, Why these are players that are just like I, I can't reconcile any of it when I see. The Peyton Mannings, the John Elways, the Kirk the, Cousins, the, you know the Steve Youngs. You go through the Kirk like Cousins. <laughs> stop it. You go through what these these are guys who have one rookie card, you know, and you go through and see the pop counts and and how much it costs in the market cap, and you compare that for corresponding, you know, what I would call either significantly worse players or players that even if they live up to their potential are going to equate to a Dan Marino or a John Elway type career. Like it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's scary. Like there's going to be a lot of people who lose a lot of money at the high end of the modern hobby. Speaking of legendary quarterbacks though, I lied when I said I only was doing soccer. I did buy two Tim Tebow cards. Sexy. Purely sexy. Jesus. Purely speculative based on the fact that he will have a, documentary coming out i assume about the florida gators by netflix hopefully later this year and i'm sure it will paint him in such a gorgeous uh heavenly light that um people are just going to desperately want to hold or have a have a physical connection to him through that those autographed tops chrome rookie cards well and we'll we'll get into i mean you bought a box of 2000 tops chrome which in the podcast that became a technical disaster, you broke. The podcast that never and happened. I bought a 98 Topps Chrome football box. You got nothing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in shortly. But um, Are we going to get to that? I mean, there's nothing well, to talk about. Well, I think just about. one last thing I would, I would mention, just you know what has happened over the past year. Like if you look, originally it was the low and mid end of the hobby that was hit hardest. And you, know, you saw 
modern in particular before vintage was was unfortunately under a lot of pressure and then recently you've really seen vintage now start to lose ground and ultimately i mean everything's come down right but you still do see at the very high end like there was a mickey mana last night that sold at heritage was it 68 tops i think it was it was a psa 10 yeah i think it's his last year or something like that but it went for over five hundred thousand dollars because it's you know? a pop of nine. Yeah, yeah any PSA ten vintage is like a thing. But I still think like okay, the Bill Russell nineteen sixty one PSA nine I own. There's no PSA tens. There's twenty six PSA nines somewhere, and it sold at uh, Heritage last night for over twenty one thousand. So, I mean, how many nines? Twenty six, I think. That's crazy that there's only twenty six nines, no tens, no tens, and it's only going for twenty one thousand. I think it's very undervalued. So. That's wild, yeah. considering pop counts of these other and and the fact that he is. I mean, everybody knows you know, Bill Russell is not only a legend on and off the court, but because he only had I think three basketball cards made in general, he's very collectible. Yeah. No, wow. it's it's shocking to me, and that's why I continue. I mean, it's it's one I I love that issue, but also I just think Bill Russell's his cards are underappreciated, underpriced at the high end. So, but but that card, also, for Bill example, Ru- the reason I brought up is because small it's detail, still, small detail. Hold on, yeah. Bill Russell's dead. He died since our last podcast. And may rest in peace. Okay, just wanted to get that out. Yeah, I mean his PSA nine. When he passed away, one was sold for over $30,000. That was the highest sale ever for the 61 Fleer. Oh, what um, is, whoever sold that was a scrub chasing profits. Yeah, I mean, you asked me, I think you and Slop asked if I was going to sell it, and I said, no, I'm, this is my PC. I'm planning to hold that as, as long as I can, which, you know, hopefully is decades. We'll see. But I, but I do think you can still buy high-end, scarce vintage of the Tier 1 Hall of Famers, the Bill Russells, the Mantles, the Willie Mazes, the Gretzkys, and generally do well over a long period of time. Now, other than that, I would I would still recommend just sticking to what you love, not spending more than you can afford, because at the end of the day, it's still a very, like some people look at it as an alternative investment. I think that can be the case in I, I think there. I think at this point, only people that consider that are are vintage collectors. Yeah, I agree. The rest are purely speculative about like trying to grab it, grab it and flip it and make a dollar. Yep. So let's talk about our box break. All right, real quickly, I'll talk about mine first. 2010 Topps Chrome, I believe. So there's a Gronk rookie in there? There's a Gronk rookie. Tebow. Tebow. There's also Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> just saying and that's that's about it it was sam bradford's rookie year nobody gives a crap maybe sam darnold too anyway uh the reality is i i was chasing tim tebow auto it's kind of a fun box to open because it is rookie focused what does that box sell for 350 okay Not i crazy. got it for 350 if you go on ebay it's like 500 you're gonna have to you know where'd you find it did on you on ebay on oh, okay eBay. But uh, it's rookie heavy. You're guaranteed not just one autograph uh, within the box, but one rookie autograph within the box. So it is a little bit fun to chase. Gronk Gronk and Tebow rookies have a little bit of value. If you get a Tebow, you're not going to get your money back with a box. With a Gronk, you will. But that being said, I just wanted to see what we could get and ripped it. 
I got a lot of, I think I got in the end 12 refractors uh, out of the box. I believe nine of them were rookies and one was a rookie auto and none of them mattered. None. Nobody cared. It's a and there great, was no Gronk, right? There was no... No, I got a Tim Tebow base. Right, but no Gronk. No Gronk. Yeah. The reality is it's a great example. No, I did not get Aaron. Uh, I was chasing him. I wonder if that card's going to no. be up there with the Menendez brothers, Mark uh, I don't Jackson think so. I think the Menendez was like wildly random. Uh, this Aaron is Hunt. just, yeah, just a player who yeah. just murdered. I'm sorry, the Menendez yeah. card. The Menendez killings, very thought out, um, based on what I've heard right. from the courts. I don't even remember where I'm going with this, but other, other than, you know, the fact that it got nothing, it was a fun rip because there are chase cards. You are guaranteed to auto. I think when you're ripping a box, modern with a little bit of chase is a little bit is more fun than your just snooze fest. The Did you even get a refractor? Girl? Oh yeah, we got refractors. Uh, just nothing of note. But it, oh, my other point was ripping this stuff. You know, 10 years later, 20 years later, it's a great example of how irrelevant almost all these players become. <laughs> yes. So for you to be speculatively buying current rookies um, at ridiculous no, prices. No, it's a dangerous game. And, and very of course, dangerous. yes, some players will hit and some people, if you get in I mean, early, one out of 200. Like if you were buying Brock Purdy cards, for example, where there was no hype. Clearly, you did pretty well if you sold, you know, after you had a couple wins, after they started making But if you're buying them now, yeah, no, no, thank you. Well, and, and, you know, for the 98 Topps Chrome, the reason why I got it was two players in particular. You have Randy Moss, rookie card, where the refractors are a little over $3,000 in PSA 10. And then you have Peyton Manning, rookie cards, um, with the refractors being somewhere in the teens, I believe, uh, in PSA 10. But, you know, I thought it was a cool set. You also had Charles Woodson in there. You have Ryan Leaf. There's there's a couple uh, interesting interesting cards to is chase. Ryan, Ryan Leaf alive? He is. He's, okay. he's, like a, he's like a coach now. And I don't know, he's pretty active on Twitter too. Oh, yeah. interesting. He's, I think he's like turned his, or at least tried to turn his life around. So I mean, it yeah. sounds like he has. Right. It's right. been... 20 years but yeah he's uh 25 he, he's years. one of these like oh married saved by all right we're talking too much sa- about saved ryan by leaf. the grace of god type of guys so, can we can we yeah. tag ryan leaf <laughs> well i did probably the only card i hit was a ryan leaf rookie card all right, all right. no so, you you hit a woodson well, I, did, I did get a woodson, a woodson so that yeah i mean and, and what i would say with that so that's that so that box was 25 years old the cards were all sticking sticky, together. Sticky, the uh, so it's twenty four packs of four, that, and that just that's brutal. Yeah, too. and there's about a hundred forty something cards, I believe, in there. I I don't have the numbers in front of me. Set size. So you're not guaranteed a Manning or a Moss. The numbers, you know, would suggest you would get one, perhaps one and a half, but every two boxes. Complete bust to the point where I ended up because I can't help myself because I'm a degenerate. I bought another box uh, the same night I bought the Ted Williams. Um, that was a big So night. that is being shipped to the vaults uh, because PWCC, God bless them, would not let me send to two different locations, which was really frustrating. So I'm sending Customer it to the vault service at opportunity Golden. There, yeah, come PWCC. on, PWCC. Get your shit together. Hey, when PWCC, I got a quick question for you. When are you going to get back with the eBay? Or is that just like y'all just... 
beefing for life now. Is that done? Can somebody can somebody in customer <laughs> quick, service get back to me? Quick side note, uh on the sport card therapist, shout out to sport card therapist pod. They they do they were doing a live PWCC weekly recording and as the Ted Williams stuff was happening, uh someone was someone was suggesting like, oh maybe Kurt Schilling was getting really aggressive with the bidding. Oh uh, that, on that that's one. a funny so, reference to, to uh to all the the, sh- the potential shillers, yeah. the shillers, part of why uh, eBay and the Ben PWCC Schillers. I like enemies. Ben Schillers better so, than Kurt Schilling. So anyway, what, what were you talking about again? Yeah, Who complete cares? bust. Bought another box. We're like twenty minutes in. Nobody's yeah. still listening to this. Are you guys? Look, we we just want the listeners to know we're hey, going to okay. get better as the season no, goes no, no. on. But I'm we gonna, are recommitted. No, I'm going to the pod. We're, reach, we're all in again. I'm going to reach out to the listeners right now. Okay, we've got a bit of an issue. Um, we have what I was, what is largely considered one of the greatest po- names in podcast history with, um, two guys, one card. But however, now that Brad is a pseudo celebrity within the hobby, uh, the name of our podcast has come into question because of its connotation to pop culture some 10, 15, 20 years ago that I'm not familiar with, but it, it seems to be, uh, uh negative. The, the re- the question I have for the listeners is do you like the name or do you think we change the name and changing the name is going to take an act of God to change everything else. Um, or we just start over completely, but we'd love for you to email us at whatever our email address is. Do you know it? <laughs> Slop jump in with our, email yeah, address, yeah. Throw please. In, please throw in an email or, or Twitter handle. What's your Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, God, you don't even know the Twitter is, handle. Oh, it's at, Number two, guys, G-U-Y-S. Yeah, we all know how to spell guys. One, and then card, C-A-R-D, pod, P-O-D. Can you just read that like a yeah. normal human? At two guys, one card, pod. And the and the numbers are numbers. Correct. Not words. Okay. Let us know, do we keep the pod name or do we change? I want, I want to see if we can get up to 10 votes uh, that might sway us one direction or another. That's a Harry Styles reference there for the educated listener all right anything else you want to touch on before we uh we completely lose the last four that have hung on this long <laughs> no i i think you know please send us any questions any feedback but we're uh we're back baby oh you're you're assuming uh slop through in the email address that's right do your job slop we love you if he hasn't let's give him a chance to do it right now two guys one card podcast at gmail.com that's the number two and number one all right perfect well, with that, yeah, let's see if we can get another pod going uh, sooner rather than later. We'll try to put out one every few weeks instead of one every uh, year. Listen, oh, shit. You know what we didn't talk about? The card show. The card show. I just realized Next that, yeah. podcast, we'll yeah. talk about our first visit to a New Jersey card show. Until then, keep on collecting. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Guys, One Card. You can email the guys at two guys one card podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two and number one. Two guys one card podcast at gmail.com. Follow the guys on Twitter at two guys one card pod. Thanks for listening, and until next time, happy collecting. Two guys one card.